BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Hello, friends. Jack, Flight School O'Brien here, uh, also known as Jack. Still can touch Ned if I get a running start and haven't eaten heavy breakfast to O'Brien. Uh, both nicknames that I go by inviting you to check out miles and Jack got mad boosties for a weekly basketball conversation with me and my co-host from the daily zeitgeist miles gray. We are joined by comedians, writers, podcasters, and fellow NBA fans. As we discuss the latest news and events from around the league, check it out. Miles and Jack got mad boosties brought to you by the first ever Toyota grand Highlander. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. Then after 4 o'clock, what'd you miss, huh? Well, you can hear what? it. After 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast on the iHeart app. All right, we're going to give this a shot. The moist line's already coming tomorrow, and not a lot of calls have been harvested so far because we weren't here, both of us, these three days this week. But please leave a message, and we'll see what we get. We'll play some calls tomorrow. The iHeart Radio app is one way to do it, the microphone icon, or the toll-free number, one eight seven seven moist 86 one eight seven seven six six four seven eight eight six. So, in my tour of these countries, I mentioned that during this break I was gone, I went to Budapest, Vienna, Prague, and it came up, of course, naturally along the way. Alcohol, apparently, John, Russia and Poland contend both that they are the top vodka producer in the world, and mm-hmm. somebody told me on the trip that when they went to Poland, they got a little chaser, a shot of vodka. At every meal they were served. In Is Poland. that right? Every, yes, every meal I came get, with a tiny shot of vodka. I didn't get that when I went there. But did uh, you, I do know you, growing up with... Uh, I thought you went there and visited, though, your father's relatives and stuff. Yeah, and, no, they, I, I didn't see a lot of boozing going on. But historically, uh, the Polish... Uh, the Polish they have, knock it down, yeah, don't they? Yeah, they do. They knock it down pretty hard, yeah. <laughs> And so much no. of the history of this whole region. But, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's just about monarchies, right? And then mm-hmm. it's about wars. And yeah. then, of course, religions. It's all cathedrals and castles and synagogues and holy mackerel. Oh, I, I, yeah, I remember there's a lot of castles in uh, Prague. Prague is a yeah. lot of castles. The Prague Castle is the big one. But uh, the only downside was, oh, my God, was the number of people. Went to one museum. You could barely turn sideways to move around. It's just jammed. With people, we talk about a super spreader event, but 
Otherwise, it's a very interesting place to go to for history, but a lot of the history is violent. <laughs> well, that, that's, uh, that's human nature. And one that's thing I did not, did not know, well, a couple of things I did not know. We all know Nazi, that Hitler invaded Poland, right? We yes. We all know that. Uh, Hitler invaded everywhere. Did you know that six months before that, though, he annexed the Czechoslovakia? He just took it. Didn't really get a lot of attention. <laughs> he took it. Well, today it's been divided. It was 30 years ago it was divided into the Czech Republic and Slovakia. That's right, because Prague is in the Czech Republic. It is in the yes. Czech Republic. We went to Slovakia and visited Bratislava, which is a nice little town, too. Also, Bratislava and, and, the, and, and Slovakia produces a lot of cars. But... Before, he, yeah, he took the Czech Republic. And then, then what I found out, what I also thought was interesting, because I had this question in my head, and fortunately, guide came, when I was in Vienna, I said, you know, what did happen with Austria during the war? Well, Hitler did the same thing. He went over to Austria and annexed it, right? Mm -hmm. And so, all right, so what happened after the war? Did the communists come in? No, they, they didn't. But what Austria did, they eventually agreed that they would be a neutral country. They're not in NATO. Oh, they're not? So, I didn't no. Know no. So that's one of the yeah. things they agreed to in order to sure. just stay well, out of things. Sure. Says, They'll no. be neutral until uh, Putin invades uh, Austria. And uh, then they're quickly going to want to join. Exactly. They're like, like some uh, of the Scandinavian countries. Yeah, are doing Sweden, right. Finland, where, oh, we're neutral. That's yeah, right. Let's stay out of this because you know what? We don't really want to look like we're supporting either side. There's too much violence. And then and the Russian army's at their border. It's like, wait, 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 can we wait, join? Is it not too late? Hey, we'll pay extra. And one big downside to the trip, I got to a beautiful hotel in Vienna. I guess I won't say the name. It's a really nice hotel. But right there in the lobby, framed, you know, one of the guest book things. Mm -hmm. I had a great time. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. <laughs> Uh, he, was there, he was there in 2011. It's his Well, yeah, I know it is, but he stayed at that hotel. He, he must be. They the, wanted everyone to know that. He must be the most famous Austrian of modern times. I would say without yeah. a doubt. I can't think of too many off the top of my head. But I mean, yes. yeah. Name one other famous Austrian. <laughs> All right. So uh, the news this afternoon, well, a couple of things to tell you about. Next hour, there's supposed to be a press conference in Orange County over the shooting at the biker bar that has left four people dead, including the gunman, who, as it turns out, is a former sergeant in the city of Ventura Police Department. He went there looking to kill his wife. Uh, they're going through an ugly divorce. She was not one of the people who died, but she apparently got shot and injured. Uh, the full update, there may be some new pieces of information coming out, so we'll carry that press conference coming up after the news or around 3 o'clock. Here on the John and Ken show. So I did not watch this debate. Did you, John Cobelt? I yes, did I did. I oh, watched, good. Then you can give a better perspective. Uh, I was still on the plane coming home. I watched it in reverse. I watched the second half because we, we landed from the airport. So I got home in time for the second half. And then I found something on uh, the Internet to watch the first half. And I had all kinds of mixed reactions. You know, I could enjoy it as a sporting event on its own. Yeah. But underlying, I realized this is probably a complete waste of time. Because nobody's within 40 points of Trump. And then I it's thought... It's amazing. Nobody's I, within 40 points. No. But then I thought, well, I guess it's like a holding pen. Because since he has four trials coming up, he could end up in prison. And maybe enough of the public would, would sour on him just because he's in maybe. prison. And it, maybe, maybe, right? <laughs> I, you know, Or he could drop dead, right? He's 77 years old. So I thought, yeah, I guess you have to have this. There's got to be backups. If ordinarily this would just be a blowout year, and I don't think any of these people would run. 
But because he's in such a state, it's like, what the hell? You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, speaking of Trump, we understand he is on his way from the airport in New Jersey down to Georgia for a court appearance in the, our four o'clock hour for the latest charges against him. So the stage was this, Ron DeSantis, the entrepreneur. How do you pronounce it? Vivek or Vivek? Um, Rama, Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy. Yes. I like uh, the last name's easy. Ramaswamy, Ramaswamy. Uh, former VP Mike Pence, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. You see a trend here with well, formers? Well, they're out of work. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, former Arkansas Governor John's favorite, Asa Hutchinson. Oh, what a... What a and the North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. He is an Asa, I'll tell you. Asa? Yeah. Asa was... Was Asa my right? He's the only one that did not hold up his hand. The question was, if Trump is convicted on these charges... Would you still support him if he's the Republican nominee? Well, we have the audio to play, but I understand. I, I looked at the video of it. It went slowly. A couple of hands go up, and then a couple of people look around. And, All right, I'll put my hand up. Nobody really wanted to do that, right? Because yeah. you look like a fool. You've, you've, you've got a guy who has 91 felonies against him. And put aside how you feel about Trump or whether you think the felonies are just or not. The guy has 91 felonies. You're running for president, and you're supposed to put your hand up saying... I support him no matter what. Yeah, if he's the nominee, I'll still support we, him. We don't even know what, what's going to come out of these trials. You know, the prosecution, they hold back a lot of the evidence. And we haven't heard the whole story told from beginning to end. And then after you hear the whole story, people may feel a lot differently about what's going on. Not that 37% of Republicans no, who say they no, support Trump no matter what. There's a certain... Because everything is fake. It's all no, just to get Trump because they don't like him. Here's the other wild card. If it's going to damage some of his support, and it, it, it looks like he has no chance to beat Biden or who else runs, mm -hmm. then are you really going to go with a guy who's likely to lose? I, that I, that part I don't understand. It's like, do you do you want your side to win, or 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 it it's Trump even if he loses by twenty points in the general election? I don't get that. Well, here because is everybody's bitching and complaining about how terrible Biden is. Well, yes, he's terrible. Don't you want to beat him? Let's start with cut four, where the Fox News anchor Brett Baer does ask that question. You all signed a pledge to support the eventual Republican nominee. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. It's like a Trump crowd, huh? Yeah, the man. only hand that didn't go up, I understand, was Asa Hutchinson. Yeah, but he's a dope otherwise. <laughs> so they're afraid of the crowd. These guys up there are afraid. Trump, outside of that question, was hardly mentioned at all. They're between They're, a rock and a hard place because well, if they go after Trump but and still manage to win the nomination, some of those people may not show up they, for they, them next November and they could they could lose to Biden. You I see know, where they're stuck they, here? Yeah, I know. They're stuck. So why are you running? You're 40 points behind the leader and you're afraid even to mention his name. Why? Because the whooping seal is Isn't that what you do when you run? You go after the guy who's number one in the right. polls. That's I've never, Trump. I've never seen that. I've never seen eight freaking, well, candidates 
They went after Ramaswamy last night. Ramaswamy's doing a little better in the polls than he was, but honestly... He's never been in politics. He's barely even voted. And everybody jumped on his ass like he was the enemy. It's like he's nothing. You know, he's an an ego-crazed businessman, okay, who's doing like a a, a weak Trump impression. Everybody jumping on him. Trump is the, the big gorilla in the way. I, I really don't understand any of the pain. I didn't understand most of what I saw last night. I just am shaking my head at it. You're all, right, all we'll going to lose. We'll play a little bit of the audio when we return of a couple of these uh, clowns on stage at the Republican debate last night in Milwaukee. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640 live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, we're still collecting voice line calls. We hope to play some tomorrow. Use the iHeartRadio app or the toll-free number one eight seven seven moist 86 We've been talking about last night's uh, first Republican presidential debate. This one was held in Milwaukee. The next one's in September at the Ronald Reagan Library in Simi Valley. And, of course, Trump announced uh, days ago he's not participating in any of these things because these people are in single digits. And what's the point? And, by the way, John, he is the incumbent. Right. And usually you don't, you know, don't you don't debate your opponents when you are the incumbent president. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah. Well, he tells us. he's he's still president. So he's still president. So he's the, the incumbent. No, there, there there is no there is no upside to him being there because then he'll just be a target. And he would. Well, by, by, would he be? Because that's what we've been saying, that he's well, he wasn't last night. And he is the front runner, which is. Well, then that would be really cowardly if he's standing there on stage. And nobody, nobody takes them on. I mean, I had, I have a hard time having respect for people. I guess DeSantis wanted, put in one shot where he said, I would have fired Fauci right away. And yeah, Trump okay. didn't do that. Yeah, you know, Fauci is a really old story. <laughs> well, they're looking I, for something. I, I, I really, this, this, re, uh, this is about 2025. Uh, is everybody going to relitigate 2020, whether it's the stupid election or the stupid COVID lockdown? We know what happened. We all know what was wrong about the COVID lockdown. We all know what happened with the election. All right. Trump didn't get enough votes and his ego couldn't handle it. So, so he's been on so, a jihad for two years. Crafty Trump did his own little Tucker Carlson interview, which was dropped just before the Republican debate to get the attention there. Do you see, though, he sent Donald Trump Jr. there and what's her name? Kimberly Guilfoyle. But yeah, they couldn't get into the media room or something. No. Well, Fox is pissed at Trump. They had several meetings with Trump and his staff to try to convince him to come because that's that's the mother that, that's, rating. That's so, the viewers. Oh, yeah. Do we know what the ratings were for last night? I haven't seen anything yet. OK, but uh, see. I'm sure yeah. they wouldn't compare it to when Trump was involved in debates. So, right? Well, the Tucker Carlson interview has 200 million views. Is that that's even possible? Heard, yeah. Oh, I heard 150 million. It's up to 200 million. Up to 200 million, million, yeah. Last I saw was 215 when I was doing the audio today. 215 million views. That means a lot of people that hate Trump are looking at it too, I I think. It would have to be around the world. Uh, Yeah, it would probably be around the world. Uh, From what we understand, Mike Pence was trying very hard last night. And, of course, there was some who went after uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who's rising in the polls. Let's uh, go to the clip number two here, where it is uh, Vivek against Pence. I just want to respond to Mike for one second because he invoked me back. Listen, now that everybody's gotten their memorized, pre-prepared slogans out of the way, we can actually have a real discussion now. The, the, the reality and the fact of the matter is... Was that one of yours? Uh, not, not really, Mike, actually. No. We're just going to have some fun tonight. 
And the reality is, you have a bunch of people, professional politicians, super PAC puppets, following slogans handed over to them by their 400-page super PACs last week. The real choice we face in this primary is this. Do you want a super PAC puppet, or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Do you want incremental reform, which is what you're hearing about, or do you want revolution? Okay, and I stand on the side of the American revolution. We're going to take control back here. He's got the most energy, and he also, he's kind of the alternate Trump. He does have this way of saying the things that Trump might say. He's mimicking Trump's style, definitely. And he talks a lot off the top of his head, but the rest of them were a lot of talking And he talked in very short, clear sentences. He says, climate change is a hoax. Because capitalism is the only way to lift people out of poverty. He goes, uh, the, the society has to burn fossil fuels. He just, he stated, and they're all, it's all truth. And it doesn't get bogged down in, in all the trendy, I'm afraid to offend, you know, maybe there's some truth. to You know, the, the whole climate change thing is, is a disaster for us economically. It's a disaster for us competitively. And nobody wants to say that out loud. They'll finally start saying it out loud when it causes real serious damage to our lifestyles, right? And it's on, on our way. So I appreciate he's doing that because everybody else is so mealy-mouthed. But, yeah. you know, he also has this this slick energy of one of these annoying, uh, 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 what, what, what do you, uh, those, those guru guys, right? Those inspirational speakers. Oh, yes, you're right. You you're know? Right. Everything's so, almost too perfect. To I, yeah, so I found myself vacillating while listening to him saying, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And, but you can't just have a bunch of, like, short slogans to be convincing as a president. Because when he started talking about foreign policy stuff, it's clear he didn't know what he was talking about. You know, that he, he just, you know, hadn't really... What did Chris Christie called him a chatbot or something like yeah, that? Yeah, a chat spitting out all, Yeah, he was chat GPT. I know... There's something refreshing about him and something fake about him at the same time. The only clip I heard on climate change I thought was good, and I think it was Nikki Haley, who said, we got to get India and China to do something. We're wasting yes. our time. That, that yeah. she's, she's absolutely right. We're wasting our time with all these stupid climate regulations and taxes and we, everything. Because we, unless Russia and us China and India are told to do the same, if not more. China is putting out more stuff into the atmosphere than we are. And they're they're building coal plants. I, I think one of one of the candidates said, "We're we're we're sending all these all, all these green energy companies right are having their materials made in China, whether it's solar panels or it's uh, uh, electric car batteries, and those factories are being powered by coal plants." So everybody in this stupid country who's caught up in all the trendy progressivism. You know, climate change is really the challenge of our, our generation. You stupid bunch of dumb clucks. You, you have these factories built in China, expanding the Chinese economy, powered by coal-fired plants, so you could feel better that you have a solar panel on your roof and you're doing something about climate change? You're just a dope. I don't know how else to say this. You're stupid. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com 
slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a Chill Mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on Chill Mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, and coming up at 3 o'clock or thereabouts, we're expecting a news conference out of Orange County. This, of course, is the big story locally, the shooting at a biker bar in Orange County that took the lives of uh, four people, including the shooter, who it turns out is a former uh, city of Ventura police officer. He got to the rank of sergeant in that police department, and uh, he's retired. But apparently, from what we understand, he didn't like the fact that it looked like his wife was moving on from their marriage as they're in the throes of divorce, and he decided to seek her out at a place I think she used to frequent, this biker bar in Orange County. And um, he was quickly confronted by police and killed, but before he was able to do that, 
He killed three people, not the wife. She apparently was shot and wounded, but not dead. He did wound a number of other people. So we'll hear if there's any new developments when that news conference begins at three or thereabouts, as you know, these things go uh, here on the John and Ken show. Well, it was back on June 23rd and June 24th. One of the big world stories was, is this the end of Putin? There's a group called the Wagner Group, which apparently is a mercenary outfit. It was started by a guy by the name of Yevgeny Prigozhin. And uh, they do a lot of fighting for Russia in many places. It was kind of Putin's backdoor way of making it look like he wasn't using his own military. Instead, he had these Wagner Group guys go in there and carry out his missions like in Chechnya and places I mean, like that. These, and, these guys are mostly criminals. Yes. These are criminals who can't uh, work in the But they're ruthless. So. Well, yeah, because they've already killed plenty of people. That's how they ended up in prison. So now they're so, professional murderers. News came down at the end of June that this guy, Prigozhin, was on his way with a bunch of his soldiers to Moscow. And the world was thinking, uh-oh, there's going to be a revolution. They're going to overthrow Putin. Yeah, they stopped before they got there, and they gave up. And then Prigozhin was supposedly sent off to another country, and we all figured, well, the limited number of days for him. Well, it came about yesterday. Apparently, he got into a plane in Moscow for a short trip, 10 people on board, and that, that plane went down. <laughs> and rescuers have found 10 bodies. No confirmation yet that Prigozhin is dead, but it's assumed that he's one of the 10 people. And uh, as soon as everybody saw the headline, did we all say the same thing? Oh, Putin got another one. Of course. Another dissenter is dead. And, and he didn't mind taking out nine other people with him. No, well, you know, it's a good opportunity. Uh, the first reports were that it was a surface-to-air missile, but now we're hearing probably not. I saw an interesting story, or two of them, that it was probably an explosion on board. Somebody may have planted some type of bomb on the aircraft and disguised it somewhere on the aircraft. Newsweek had a story that it could be one of Prigozhin's uh, personal pilots who may have, uh, uh, you know, conspired against him oh. to plant the bomb in the plane. Because he could get access, you see? Right. Presumably he did, he wasn't fl flying the plane, though. No, I guess not. <laughs> not in this that'd case. Be, that'd be kind of stupid. No. He was probably like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to skip this trip. But let me just go on the plane and make sure everything's in order for you. And you know, he's carrying a little bomb under his arm. Well, you know. Maybe. You, we don't know yet. That's right. I, I, I didn't understand. If, if you're going to try to pull a coup, you got to go through with it. You can't go halfway there and then stop and turn around because now you're dead. Maybe yeah. you were going to die trying to storm the Kremlin, but now you're going to die anyway. So what was the point of the whole thing? I mean, there were he later in some statements said that he wasn't there to overthrow Putin. He was angry with the military leaders and he wanted to make that clear. He wanted them knocked out of their positions. It wasn't about dethroning Putin. That's well, what you, he was saying. You have to uh, call in advance and explain yourself. Because it looked like a coup. When you march with a big army behind you, eh, it looks like you're trying to take over. It does. It, it's going to be misunderstood. These people are... How nuts are all these people? We talk about this. We're, this has all become normalized because I guess this is like you were talking before about your trip to Europe. You know, Europe's history is nothing but violence. And <laughs> it continues a today. A lot but, of conquest. Yeah, yes. but for most of us... How insane is this? This guy has his own mercenary army, and he's going to take on Vladimir Putin and the Russian army. All right. I think uh, most of the Russian army, though, was in Ukraine. Maybe he saw an opportunity to get to Moscow. 
and uh, take whatever's left of the military there in that city, right? They're all busy. None of these guys ever want to have a little picnic at the lake? Uh, no, John. Some men are driven. They want to take over. <laughs> they want to control. Kill, kill other people. Take as much land as they can. Yeah, it's a different form of control, a violent yeah. form of control. I mean, you always complain about, like, the medical people wanting I to just, take control of us during the it is. COVID uh, outbreak. That it's is a, the fight of human nature. There's always people wanting to control you in one way or another. And the rest yeah. of us have to fight them off. Whether it's Power. people invading or or it's, it's Barbara Ferrer trying to lock us inside our homes. Always somebody telling us what to do. So today, Putin uh, made some comments about Pogosian, saying that he's known him since the 1990s. He's done some good things, but he's also made some serious mistakes in his life. Hint, hint. That's why you blow up. He achieved the results he needed both for himself and when I asked him about it for the common cause, as in these last months, a talented man, a talented businessman. A talented. But now dead. <laughs> Putin didn't go the poison route this time, though. He went for something more dramatic, right? Uh, it's Blowing a him out of the sky. It's a statement to anybody else. Who has yeah. uh, has? You have any criticisms. thoughts of overthrowing me? That's right. <laughs> Don't get on any planes. Anyone got anything else to say? <laughs> I know it's also obvious too, but I like the way everyone just plays the part. Oh, all right. Putin expressed uh, his sincere sorrow that Pogosian died. But <laughs> yeah, right. He just wanted to make it clear that he he's made some mistakes in his life. All right. Uh, again, I will have that news conference out of Orange County. It yeah. may start at 3 or a little bit after about the shooting at the uh, biker bar. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640 live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio, 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock, uh, the app has the John and Ken On Demand podcast, so you can listen to what you missed. Yeah, and a quick hit. We are going to do the moist line tomorrow. We'll take your calls using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or you just use the toll-free number. One eight seven seven moist 86 And whenever it begins, 3 o'clock or thereabouts, a news conference out of Orange County about the biker bar shooting yesterday that took the lives of four people, including the shooter. Uh, maybe we're going to learn more about the identities of the other people that passed away. He was there looking for his estranged, soon-to-be-divorced wife. And uh, although she was shot, she did not die. Okay, so we'll get the whole update from officials in Orange County after the news at 3 o'clock. Well, the El Segundo Times did a couple of stories on, here's an oldie but goodie, the plastic bag ban. Uh, the, 2014 was when we first started passing all these bag laws. Since then, they actually wrote this in their story, Californians are actually generating more plastic bag waste per capita than we were before the ban existed. <laughs> that is one of my favorite lines I've ever read. <laughs> Some shoppers are bringing reusable bags from home to stores, though not many. Far fewer are using the reusing the HDPE bags they buy at the store. You know those ten cents bags. Well, instead of that, they become de facto single use bags. That's kind of what happens with mine, I think. Well, of course, because it's a pain, because normal people bring a bag home and maybe they keep a few around the house, you know, for whatever. But other than that, they they throw it out. So this is thicker plastic being thrown out rather than thinner plastic. And they had in this story, which I remember from when they imposed this bag ban and then the replacement thicker bags, that it was all a scam. The store charges you 10 cents a bag and they keep half that. They keep five cents. So every bag now is a source of profit, which is why the grocery chains went along with this stupid law. 
So now you well, have more bags than ever floating around in the environment. Then the grocery stores are making a nickel for every bag. Nothing. So this, nothing's improved. Nothing's changed. The story says that the consumers don't care anymore about the 10 cent fee. So they think they should raise it to 25 cents or higher for you to get the reusable bag because they think that way you no. might reuse it since you paid more for it. No one's going to care if it's a quarter either. No a one's going to care if it's a dot. No, they're not going to care. 10 bucks a bag? Uh, all right, try 10 bucks a bag. <laughs> but, you know, the only kind of people that I see using real recyclable bags are like, you know, the real, the real thick bags yeah, yeah. that you, you pay like three or four bucks for. Oh, you mean like the cloth ones or the... The cloth ones, or it's like some kind of a thick plastic. Now, everybody who uses those, and some people have like 10 of those, mm -hmm. are not... I see them, it's like, that's somebody I don't want to know. Wait I, a second, I have a bunch of them, and some of them I got for free. So I just stick them in my trunk and I use yeah, them. Yeah, but you're a vegan. You do? You take them to the market? I do. Because, I John's do. right, I see fewer people doing that now. And the, and the ones you see, it's like, I don't want to... Just by looking at their face, I don't want to know them. I'm insulted. <laughs> they look annoying. The follow-up story by this reporter, Jessica Roy... She actually stood outside of stores to see what people were bringing out in, with bags or no bags. She said, actually, most people had no bag at all because they were buying like one or two items. So they just didn't have a bag. But she saw very few of the recyclable bags. Because they're trying to change human nature and human behavior and you can't do it. These progressives constantly want to um, um, rewire us. to, to and, and that's just not possible. People are going to do what they do for convenience sake. And you can charge them a dime, but a dime isn't worth anything anymore. No. So the theory is you go to the store and you get one of those dime recyclable bags. You're supposed to bring that bag back next time and use it to shop. Is that what they want you to do? Yes. Or you're supposed to use it at home for all sorts of other, I don't know, <laughs> needs. Ideally, you bring it, you use the same bags for your grocery shopping every time. This was a social engineering process to change our behavior. And it didn't work. And I think these thicker bags just seem like they would be laying in the landfill a lot longer than the thinner bags. They say that in 2021, Californians discarded 231,072 tons of plastic bags. Our 2021 population was around 39 million. What? That's 11 pounds, of, 11 pounds of bag per person. One of the guys in the story called it dispiriting. Dispiriting. Oh, Dispiriting. Oh, people didn't change their behavior because we said so. Oh, I am sad now. Why don't you change your behavior because I told you to? Don't you know that I'm in charge and you have to live life the way I say you should live? You don't know that? <laughs> that, 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 that reading that story made me so happy today. Yeah, most shoppers who get who do get bags pay for the reusable one. They're called yeah. HDPE bags, those thick plastic ones. That's what most people are doing. Very few people these days are bringing in their own bag. Although, I think a, is it Trader Joe's? They ring the bell when you have the little Trader Joe bag you brought with you. Do you they? Know? I think they do. Oh, I'm not going there then. If you well, use self checkout, you never have to pay for a bag ever again. Well, because then you're stealing. Oh, stop it, Deborah. Oh, yeah, it does pop point. up on the screen, Eric. How many bags do you want? Yeah, I hit zero, and then I asked the guy for some bags. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Somebody's on a tight budget. That's, that's all right. Prop, yeah, I am. Prop 47 <laughs> protects you. Yeah, exactly. That, that theft is below 950, so you're fine. Uh, John's right. 
Stores buy bags for about five cents each and sell them for at least double that, pocketing the profits. Right. He's right. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, which is why they went along with it. And, and, and the thing is, remember those stories early on that if you use the reusable bags, you just end up with all kinds of bacteria at the bottom of the bag, Deborah? Yes. Well, you know, what can I say? I'll clean oh. my bags now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're the one that's kind of a phobe when it comes to germs. I am. But yeah. I also, why do I need to go and, and buy bags? I mean, I know they're only 10 cents, but if I have all these freebies in my car, I just reuse them. Well, and yeah, then, and then full I- of all your vegetable germs. My my vegetables are put in plastic bags, so it's the plastic that's touching the plastic. Oh, oh so then you well, you've defeated the purpose there by getting a plastic <laughs> bag that, anyway. All that thin plastic that you get in the produce department. Yeah. Well, that's not helping. Okay. Well, where am I? How am I going to put my produce? That, that where where am I going to put it? That is great. You were also proud of yourself. I, no, I, I, I'm not saying I'm necessarily. I'm not necessarily doing it for you. Create twice reasons. as much plastic waste as the rest of us. Okay, fine. You know, so and I think about this most. Most days, because the El Segundo Times, which I still get delivered to the house, comes in a plastic bag. <laughs> That's right. There you go. And I don't know whether or not the delivery guy does that or the paper does that, but I'm, I'm looking at it like it's a very thin plastic bag. And I'm like, I yeah. thought they'd be against this. No, they're just, they're just. And I just throw it right in the trash <laughs> or in the but, street. By, Ooh. The, by the way, well, are we late? Oh, no. We're, we're going to. I'm sorry. I lost track of time. Uh, what what's the why are people get upset by the idea of landfills? I, I don't understand. The landfills are all way out in the desert, right? They're, but what, they're well, like a hundred miles away from here. Because and because the, the trash doesn't degrade, then it just becomes so, so, awful, unusable land. But, but do you know how much empty land there is out there? I, just, I know. I but just what if we end up with five hundred million people in the country one day. Well, I just spent five days in Wyoming. You can drive hours and hours and not see any living thing. And I'm thinking, why don't they put the prisons and the homeless and all the uh, uh, landfills out here? It wouldn't make a difference. I think the Wyoming people would be happy if we suddenly put all our trash there and put them in the... We paid them for it. Even if they don't have a lot of folks there, they'd be mad taking a landfill. (laughs) Let's just pay them billions. All right, coming up next, we're expecting a news conference out of Orange County about the shooting at the biker bar, which apparently was done by an ex-cop who was on the Ventura Police Department force. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640 Live Everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark Live in the 24-hour KFI Newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 
Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process with superior materials craftsmanship best in class warranty morton buildings are made to last for generations at morton the difference is in the details from their cutting edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field they are dedicated to surpassing expectations their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years and morton buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.